Are you asking yourself the important questions? What kind of growth are you chasing? Can you repackage fear as incentive? Where does what you know end and who you are begin? If you're ready to take a deep dive into introspective mechanics, welcome to the Inspire Here podcast, where two boss women have open organic conversation on all things philosophy, self-improvement, and evolution. Get aligned with your core values, discover your vision, and elevate your essence to the very next level. Here are your hosts, Queen Bedra and Shivali Patel. Hello, I'm Shivali, and I'm here with Queen Benjarad. We are back again. <laughs> and welcome to the second episode of Inspire Here. Today, we're going to be talking about how perspective is a choice. And Queenie, I have a question for you. Ooh, don't shoot at me like that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, is what in life is beautiful to you? That's a deep thought kind of question. To me, it's all the little things, basically. It's really depend on your mood on that specific day because life itself is beautiful. Everything around us is beautiful. It's just the perspective of how we see things, right? I could say that, oh, this plant, this tree, you know, because lately I have been obsessing about salad and plant and stuff. So when I see them and I feel that they are so pretty and beautiful, you know, they, they, make me feel that I feel blessed to be able to grow them, you know, to see them grow into an actual plant. I know it's like not what the typical people would be thinking about because lots of people would associate with like um, people. It's it's more easier, right? But like I say, it can be in anything. It can be in a glass of water because thank God, thank to someone somewhere, uh, that we have a glass of water to drink when the other side of the world they don't have even food or water to sustain all the little things yeah it's it's definitely a privilege that puts things into perspective no I'll tell a story I just got back from some travels of my own and I was in Greece uh, and Greece has some of the most incredible sunsets that I've seen mm -hmm. in a very long time and by very long time I think it might as well be my whole life so far mm -hmm. some of the most beautiful sunsets really on those islands and Croatia as well but oh. I remember <laughs> beautiful absolutely stunning and I remember just sitting there and taking the time to watch the sunset or the sunrise and it was some of the most fulfilling moments of that entire trip because it was I felt that I was taking the time to slow down. And usually we're so afraid to sit in a room on our own by ourselves, Solidarity. not chasing <laughs> the no next goal, not chasing the next, I don't know. Even when I'm walking, I have this habit of walking really, really, really fast. And it's just, you know, how I grew up. My mom would always tell me to take long strides. And so long strides I did. It's a, it's a different time to slow down. And when you're slowing down, there is so much that stands out. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think being in a reflective space is beautiful. Someone, somewhere, or somehow, all of this came into creation. And it's in such a complex state. Imagine completely 
captivating the brain's potential and then experiencing stuff like this. Yeah. So I think, I think it's only cool. work only work when you actually slow down, like you say. Because then you are yeah. more like conscious and then you're more focused and aware of what's happening around you, basically. Yeah. Even if you think of life processes, your body, you know, your cells and your your entire organ system just working so hard to give you blood and to pump life into you and oxygen mm-hmm. and then going and, and trying to exercise to, to say thanks in return, right? Just the the friendship, right, between our bodies doing so much for us without us asking and then us kind of trying to stay healthy in return is mm-hmm. also such a nice pact that we have. Photosynthesis, I mean, for flowers, it's such a complex thing for the flower if you think of the flower as a being right Mm -hmm. and every little piece of the world is so complex in nature on its own to be able to identify that and then appreciate that is such a wonderful thing I think Mm -hmm. so that's why it's come to to how to work on our gratitude How, how do you normally do that number of ways. I talked about it a little bit in that first episode we did. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure that you go and you listen to the first episode. But I used to do the journaling of writing down gratitude in an active state. I was trying to write things down in a manifestation state, write it as I am grateful for. So things that haven't happened yet, but also things that have happened. And I think when you're very conscious of Mm -hmm the things you want to be grateful for that you already have, you start to feel this wave of abundance just open up within you. Mm-hmm. And not only in terms of your feelings of warmth and depth, but also in receiving from the universe. Yeah. So what about you? What's your principles and, and sort of yeah. ideology? Where I mean, I also do exactly the same thing, but uh, uh, I add more into detail because of, you know, to add into like um, in programming my subconscious, why am I grateful for the things that it's happening because mm-hmm. of a certain situation and how does it actually make me feel? It's one of the way that a lot of manifestation methods are using as well. So you okay. have to really feel the, the, the situations, right? Or even though it's not happening, but then you're able to like reprogram that in your mind about it is it's like in my head i'm just thinking like what's the explanation behind it because for me i'm trying to figure it out myself and but it works you know <laughs> you mean gratitude yes yeah. yeah gratitude in a way where we're never happy no it's mm-hmm. happiness is this process that's based on past principles so you're always thinking in this moment if I, ha- if I have this or if I become this person or if I do this, mm-hmm. then I will be happy. Mm-hmm. And by the time that you're actually doing those things or becoming that person you had envisioned for yourself, your entire value system has changed. Mm-hmm. And when your value system and your beliefs of what will make you happy have changed, even if you've achieved what you your previous self thought you would, you're not quite happy. Mm-hmm. And so I think gratitude, what it does is it removes – your sense of like where I've been and and not Mm -hmm. even where I've been, but your current beliefs. And Mm -hmm. it reminds you to focus on where you once were. Expand more. Mm. Right. So when you're remembering who you once were, what you once had, what your previous problems were, you find this version of you that is so much more evolved in the process that 
didn't have those things and it puts things into perspective that's why you know this whole this whole episode is the gratitude lens it's because perspective yeah. is a choice and when you change uh the lawn that you're looking at right grass is green where you water it it's not greener the other side because it's greener it, it always it's appears that way anyway, it's it always and, <laughs> yeah it always appears that way and that's something i'm even currently working through is even if I understand these principles at a foundational level of just being human, mm -hmm. there's always a version of us that's like, ah, you know, <laughs> the grass greener on the other side, <laughs> right? Uh, but then you have to call it yourself when thinking about that or because, you know, yeah. and before that, I didn't have this realization, but lately I'm more aware of that a little bit more that um, when there's things going on, you know, oh, my thoughts. And then I was able to, even though the action already happened, but then I was like, rethink about that. What would I do differently and what I should not do, you know? Then I was like, okay, that's great. I'm grateful that this situation happened so that I get to learn. Like from my previous, when we were in the competitions, there were so many things that happening. And then there's times that we thought, I personally thought that I would do it differently. But then on the other hand, I wouldn't change anything because then it wouldn't give me the, the lessons and it would not develop me into the person I am today. And you besides, we were talking about journaling, you know, um, another way that I do in the morning um, is putting on affirmation video. What do you think about that? Does it work with like with you too? Do you do that on your uh, own? An information video? Yeah, affirmation, like gratitude. Affirmations, yes, you know. yeah. I love affirmations. I think it makes you feel so impactful and powerful. Mm -hmm. It reminds you of your capabilities. When we went to school, like when I went to school, and if I wasn't good at something, then it was always, oh, you know, work on it some more. Practice, practice, practice. But yeah. we're not meant to be great at everything. And Ooh. we're not, right? I think everybody has their strengths and it's remembering that you can always outsource and um, you don't have to focus on the things you're not necessarily good at. It doesn't mean you can't hone them for fun. Uh, focusing on your strengths and reminding yourself of how powerful you are with affirmations, that does work. Yes, I, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, so I have been listening to this, one of the newest YouTube on the um, gratitude affirmation for the past week and then it's just like a, the most simpler video ever because it's just saying like thankful for your hand your feet your breathing you know your eyes your taste bud like all the things that basically in your physical body but then we sometimes forget about that so then when we like kind of i started to hear that and then i'm focused more just like what i actually have in this body and then you started to be appreciative with what you have and the other perspective like the lens how you see it it, it kind of changed you know throughout yeah. the other aspects of your life as well yes another thing to think about is if you were by yourself in like a completely white room so i know i'm wearing white on top of a white background <laughs> but like if you is were actually <laughs> If you were in a completely white room or a black room, whatever, right, and there's nothing in there, there's nobody in there, it's just you and your life, yeah. then 
you have everything you have right now, would it be enough? If there's nobody else that you're doing these things for, would it be enough? It's interesting because, I mean, does it also change if you're in a white room and it's just endless room? Or does it change if you're put in the real world and you're just by yourself? So are your goals really for you? The goals that you're setting, is it taking away from your gratitude and your happiness in the present moment? Mm. Mm. I, I do think when, when you mention about that, if you are in that room and then you considering if just being yourself and be on your own is enough, I think it's more than enough because we are capable of anything, right? And to have friendship or relationship, it should be on top of what we could do for ourselves. Yeah. So, so in a relationship setting, right? Do you feel like happiness is your responsibility, or is it a partner's responsibility, or is it both? Mm, I would say that it's my responsibility, because um, partners or the other things like situations, partners, friends, it's just the external, right? It's just how we react to circumstances. But if we are able to not react or react in a certain way that um, you know that would benefit you the most, let's say, for example, if you have an argument and you already see that it's not serving your highest good, then you just withdraw that. And then you just say that, okay, you're not going to discuss anymore about this or what's a reasonable ways to work it out at the end of the day it's about you right it's not about the others the other is just for sharing and like you have more than enough and then you want to share to the other people yes otherwise it's gonna be a burden for both of you <laughs> yeah and then yeah. we were talking about this and uh the mental health how does it associate with the gratitude Mental health. Mm. I mean, it can force you to remember that even though you feel like you're going through problems in the present moment, they're not a forever thing. And there's plenty still to be optimistic about. Momentum. Um, yeah. I mean, think about when you were 10. Do you still remember? What was your biggest? Okay. Let's talk about this, right? What was your <laughs> biggest problem when you were 10 years old? It's hard. I don't remember it. No. Right? I feel like it's always it's something hard. so tiny or minuscule or petty. Yeah. It's like, oh, this this girl stole my candy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, I'm um, not getting, why am I not getting my piano yet? Or something like that, you know, would be my, my yeah, case. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I won't take away from a kid's problems, right? Mm. It, I think those problems are still very real mm. to us at that age. And... I went through something actually really traumatic in my childhood and I don't I don't want to say that that was like a temporary thing because it has had lasting effects, right? I, I, it had lasting effects for quite some time. I like who I am as a person today, but doesn't mean that it was temporary in effect. But yeah. that goes on to say life moves on and things get better and you find new things to be happy about that you, you can be okay with. Mm -hmm. And so more than okay with, right? 
when things are fleeting like that, it's gratitude can bring us back to remembering that things are fleeting, that there's plenty to be grateful for, where we come from, where we've been, mm-hmm. and there's plenty more where that's coming from as well. Yeah. Um, I want to add a little bit more because it's about mental health and I have been working yes, yeah, you've been with a um, psychologist in Thailand and we um, have been discussing on how effective that gratitude list or gratitude affirmation could help someone who suffer with uh, mental illnesses. It won't be easy because it's like not what your brain wired to do. But then if you slowly practice it, making it a habit, basically you're changing your um, hormones and brain chemicals. But mm-hmm. over time with the procedure of the doctors and prescriptions and also um, changing and developing these habits, it surely would take you to a better place where you are, you know? So I think that all the problems that we have in ourselves, it can be solved, but it just takes some time with the right methods and right helps. So if you feel like it, I mean, obviously, since you work with a psychologist, right, in Thailand, it has some scientific standing. It's not just something that people spew out to spew out. So what would you say is the frequency of it? Is there a frequency you feel like is important? Do you have to do it every day? Whenever you think about it, you know, every few days, what what sort of you're standing on that? Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, when you have a mental health issues, it's harder for you to control, right? Because um, your brain are basically wired to just the thing that you want to believe in. And mostly it can be negative. It's not that you want to be negative, but because you have a chemicals imbalance in your brain and it's the habits of the brain, let's say that. So for us to tell someone to do that regularly, it's not possible, right? But then mm-hmm. it's good if they can train themselves regularly. But I know that it's harder than to have like a normal state of um, chemicals in our brains. Do whenever you can, whenever you could think of, you can put some alarm on your phone that you want to work on this. And the most easiest way to do that right now is we have YouTube, like as we are making contents. And there's a lot of affirmations, videos that could help you, you know, you can just turn it on. You can do the other things and your subconscious will keep repeating, hearing it. And then at one point, you're going to believe it. Yeah. I actually, so I actually worked in a psychiatric hospital for some time because I wanted to be a psychiatrist myself, as well as I I know somebody who, you know, very capable Mm -hmm. on her own, Mm -hmm. but when placed in a setting of fear, she would completely recoil. Mm. And when you recoil, she wasn't able to say things, respond to things, process things. And some would classify that as like a mental health thing of Mm -hmm. just, you know, you're living in fear, you can't. And it, to some extent, it was, of course, it was Mm -hmm. external settings as well. Mm -hmm. But what really worked for her, because I I saw it over time and, and how it changed as the external factors sort of went away, Mm -hmm. it was 
yes, gratitude, but also seeing things from the opposite lens of just how can I turn this around? What's the positive that can come out of this? Not asking, why did this happen to me? It was, well, what can I do about it? Yeah, what can I change? What can I I change? And then kind of doing things, focusing on things that make you feel empowered. So yes, affirmations Mm -hmm. is one of those things, but also skill sets, right? So what are things that make you feel good? If you feel like you feel really good about yourself when you try something new, try a lot of new things. Yeah. If you feel like you feel good, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so much more, but it's also just about getting in alignment with yourself of how you feel, where you feel most positive, right? The answer is always within, but sometimes we seek help because the others, how I see it, right, personally is that the other is a reflection of us and then we get to see through people who we associate with or we even sometimes you can met someone randomly on the street and you just have that one conversation but then it's like awaken something inside of you and you know exactly what you have to do i think the answer is always within but it's just the timing and and if you are already willing to change and develop into a better version of yourself or not yes yeah absolutely well uh, do you have any more questions on this topic or, or shall uh, we wrap it up for today I think we, yeah we can wrap it up i think we cover pretty much many things actually we can go more into details but we try to maximize our time here <laughs> keep it <laughs> concise on the other episodes then <laughs> yeah so for those of you watching you know try to do it wherever you are if you think of it that day or maybe you're having a stressful day taking a few seconds to just think of the things you have can really help um and outside of that i mean if you have the time to actually journal journal write about things in a manifesting way but also things that you already have close your mind imagine yourself in that box and space where you're truly alone are you happy and is it enough so with that We're signing off. We'll catch you on the next episode of Inspire Here. See you guys. You've been listening to Inspire Here. Our passion is to have open, organic, real and raw conversations on everything from philosophy, self-improvement, to evolution, helping you to take a deep dive into your introspective mechanics. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten something from it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Inspire Here. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Inspire Here.